The Annals of Darilius, a By Gods and Kings story, is brought to you by Script Crib Publishing. For more information on By Gods and Kings, the interactive novel, or any other products related to it, please visit our website, bygodsandkings.com. Chapter 3 The Celestial Gods of Dunai With the realm forged and created, the plan was complete and our journey through the void was over. However, the next journey was before us. We were a collection of criminals from Tengregio. What did we know about running an entire realm? We were forced to learn quickly, but our first struggle was learning how to govern together. We all had differences with one another, including between myself and my two brothers. While traveling together, it was easy to put our differences aside to get us out of the void. But now that we had achieved our goal, how would we be able to keep our differences from getting the best of us? The first thing that we decided upon, while standing on the hard ground of Dunai, our freshly created realm, was to divide up the territory amongst the eleven of us. With the oceans providing a natural boundary, we were all given a small island where we could create our own palace and sanctuaries. With the exception of myself and Vesia, who both chose to reside in sub-realms connected to Dunai for two different reasons, the remaining nine castoffs were given their islands and allowed to become gods. I chose to remove afar, keeping my realm separate so that I could archive the history of Dunai in peace without the intrusion of the others, while Vesia chose to remain separate so that she could adjudicate neutrally and divide the souls equally amongst the gods. In the center of Dunai, two large continents resided where the bulk of the inhabitants would reside. For a few centuries, people were created and perished with their souls funneled to the gods for sustenance. The system worked beautifully until Dahar ruined it for everyone. Dahar loved her creations and committed the same crime for which she was cast out of Tangresia. She intermingled with her followers and, several of them, bound their souls to her island. They moved to her island and the first priests were created. While there, she taught them the knowledge that she possessed. She taught them how to perform tasks involving healing the sick and repairing torn flesh. The other gods were upset by this, though they were powerless. A structure was never put in to stop one of them from doing this, and since Vessia was powerless to stop her, the other gods decided to mimic her. It wasn't long before every god had high priests, priests, and abbots with the inhabitants of Dunai flocking to their islands. However, my brother Malarus was the most clever of them all. His island, Lacarus, was still his, but he moved his capital and his palace to the continent of Urine, where he could reside with his people. This only led the other gods to doing the same thing. Within a matter of years, temples to the gods had popped up all along the landscape of Dunai, with thousands of followers for each of the gods. Small armies were created in the image of the gods, all possessing various amounts of knowledge from their master. Dunai had become a powder keg, and only needed a single spark to ignite. And unfortunately, my brothers knew this. We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.